When I hit my mid-30s and looked around at my life, there were four questions that slapped me across the face. Is this all there is? Who am I if I'm not that? How did it all end up here? And whose life is this? Because it doesn't feel like mine. Hi, I'm Erin Minogue and as an educational leader who found myself burnt out of my 20 year career working 100 hour work weeks, I chose to take a sharp left turn into the life that was calling me. Now as a coach and a mentor, I get to help women in their 30s and 40s navigate their sharp left turns, all with intention and clarity so that they can have the relationships they dream of, the self-connection they crave and the purpose and passion in their chosen life. I don't believe the middle of change has to be messy. It can be magical. It can leave you stronger, wiser, more courageous, and closer to the truth of who you are and want to be in the world. Life had to shake me awake before I took notice. If you're there in that spot and you need to know what now, then the Sharp Left Turn podcast is for you. Let's dive in. How to start from the absolute beginning. Have you ever said to somebody, I just don't know where to start, only to have them say in return, why don't you start at the beginning? And on the surface, this seems so simple, so natural, so easy, so obvious. But in reality, and at the same time, it can feel so hard, so heavy, so confusing, so overwhelming and so complicated. That's what this episode is about. It's about taking you back to the very beginning to find the key that you need that unlocks it all. That if you can really understand this and if you can really practice this and if you can really see how it shifts and shapes the things in your life, the way you live in your world, the decisions you make, the responses you have, if you can really understand this piece, everything else becomes easier. In architecture, there's a key piece of archways, bridges, tunnels, buildings. It's called a cornerstone. And in these buildings, the cornerstone is the first piece. It's laid and it's very carefully positioned. It's very accurately positioned because this cornerstone serves to be the thing that brings everything else into alignment. It brings everything else to balance. And what I'm going to share with you today is really the cornerstone of creating a life that you love, that you wanna step into, that's alive for you, that's built on all the things that you really wanna have in your days. I've had so many conversations in the last month or so of people asking me, where do I start? I don't know where to start. There's so much about my life that I want to change. There's things inside of me that are wanting to be pulled out into the light so that they can grow. I know that I spend my days doing things I don't want to do and they don't make me feel alive in my life, but I just don't know where to start. So let's start at the beginning. There's something that we all have as humans. It's called a conscious awareness. And this is the exact starting point that I used to first start taking back my own power and the control in my life. You see, we have this ability to harness and use our energy, our attention, our focus, our ability to delete everything else that's happening around us and to focus on one thing, to put our energy on one thing, 
to be fully present with one thing. We have this and it's called a conscious awareness. It's where we are awake and we are present. It's where we're thinking about and engaging with and actively part of the things that are happening right now in front of us. And if you're concentrating on my voice and all the ways that what I'm saying applies to your life, that's your conscious awareness. If you're making a cup of coffee and you're aware that it's starting to feel hot through the cup or that you haven't put enough milk in, that's your conscious awareness. And it's a miraculous thing that we've been given. It's truly miraculous. It gives us a way of coping with this huge world. It gives us a way of putting our attention on something and letting the rest of the world go by letting the rest of the world keep turning and not being constantly pulled in by the new sounds showing up, the new smells showing up, the way the trees move, the way the birds are flying, or the reflection of the sunlight that's flickering off everything. We have this magic ability to be able to turn all of that off and be here, in the here and now, and to think about something in front of us, something that we want to focus on, something that we want to put our energy into. The problem is that many of us live our entire lives only using our conscious awareness as a reactionary tool. Our attention is pulled over there by someone getting louder in an argument. Our attention is pulled over there by a car horn sounding. Our attention is pulled over there by another thing that our boss has just put on our to-do list. Our attention is pulled in another direction because we've just remembered an appointment we missed. And we can live whole days like this, whole weeks like this, our whole life like this in ways that mean even though we have this miraculous tool that we've been given it's only ever been used to react to the world in some way there's no power in it there's no ownership of it everything around you then is dictating to you where your energy your attention and your focus should go needs to go and will go and we get pulled from here to here to here to here because it's all happening to us. It's almost like if you've been on dodgem cars before and you're on the dodgem car platform and the cars are going around and some of your friends are in a car in front of you and you have your eyes fixed firmly on their car and then all of a sudden these random unexpected strangers come and bump into you from all directions and you're kind of left just trying to respond to all the things that are happening to you. Bump, 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 bump. And your awareness, your focus is taken from one bump to the other. In many ways, that's how a lot of us live our lives. But this is the thing that I really want you to get from this episode it's not meant to be that way. We can control our conscious awareness. It can feel, it can sense, it can close off things in the world that are happening around us that we don't need to pay attention to. It can examine, analyse, reflect on, evaluate, change your perspective on something in a way you haven't seen it before. It can be used as your superpower and it really is your superpower. I want to show you what I mean. So stay with me here. And I really want to ask you to do this, to take some time to do this, to use your conscious awareness and follow this through and feel for yourself what I'm trying to share here with you. 
I want you to find a place to sit or stand that's comfortable. I want you to focus your eyes on a point across the room that feels comfortable to look at. I want you to put your conscious awareness on that point. I want you to move your energy, your focus, your attention intentionally to that point. And now I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to move your energy, your focus, your attention from that point and put it to the part of you that's behind your closed eyelids. I want you to notice how you have control of this conscious awareness, that you get to direct it to places and parts of you and things that you want to put your attention on. Now I want you to move that same energy, focus and attention with your eyes closed still to the palms of your hands. And now to the balls of your feet. And now I want you to take notice of what you're sitting or standing on, but keeping your eyes closed, just putting your attention and your focus there, your awareness there. And now you could move it to how your clothes feel on your arms. Or noticing whether you have shoes on or bare feet. Or whether there's a breeze blowing that you can feel. Maybe there's sounds around you. Maybe there's something in your mouth that you can taste. Maybe there's a smell that you like or one you really don't. Now, before you open your eyes, I want you to think of that spot again, the one that you looked at when we started. And I want you to reopen your eyes and look back at that spot. You can do this anytime. You can use this superpower to take notice of what's happening in your life, in your relationships, in your energy, in your emotions, in the conversations and the thoughts that you're having. This, your conscious awareness, is so important for you to be able to get curious about to dig into, to journal about, to ask yourself questions about so that you can begin to see all of the things that you haven't been conscious of until now, until you've brought them into your awareness. And this is how I started. This is how I really found time to create the growth that I've had inside of me, to see and examine and pull apart and unravel all of the parts that I knew were holding me back. 
Most recently, I've used this cornerstone to create lasting, meaningful, purposeful changes in my life in terms of time and money. Last year, I was working probably at the very least 50-hour work weeks. And yet, while I was doing that, I was still able to complete two intensive three-month workshops, gain a coaching certificate, and I was able to write and publish a book. I was able to run a weekly podcast. I was able to host an online community. And I was able to fit in all the things that mattered to me. I was able to do it all. And this is something that comes up a lot with people when they say, I just don't have time to invest in myself, especially for the changes that I know I need to make. And I know that comes from an unconscious awareness. And this can feel really true. It can feel really real. It can feel like a really valid reason why you can't get started. But I want to share with you just some examples of how I've used my conscious awareness to be able to have less time, but do so much more. I decided that I needed more time, but I couldn't get more time beyond the time I had outside of my job. So I had to use it differently. I had to be consciously aware of what was happening with that bit of time that I had. I used this cornerstone idea that if I can become really consciously aware of how I was spending that time, I could then see how it could be used in a different way. And now I was at a point where I was convinced there was no additional time to be squeezed. There was no extra time. There certainly was no spare time. That the only way it could possibly happen was if I had 30 hours in a day. I was convinced that my weeks were full. But I made an effort to spend a few weeks really consciously aware of my time and I noticed all of the ways I'd been wasting it. I noticed all the time I'd spent mindlessly scrolling or the time I'd spent having Netflix playing in the background but not actually watching or enjoying it. I was spending time in all sorts of distractive behaviours, moving from one little thing to another little thing to another little thing, but never really getting anything done. And I realised because I was now consciously aware of it, that they were actually hours in my week I was wasting, that I was using to keep distracted or to numb out of the things that didn't make me feel good. This all meant that in the end, none of those hours were productive or getting me closer to where I wanted to be in the things that mattered most to me. And I actually discovered I had hours that I could make matter. I reorganised my to-do list. I reprioritised the things that mattered. I stopped doing the things that didn't. I caught myself in distraction and I stopped doing it. I found two extra hours every morning simply because I was hitting the snooze alarm a number of times and then scrolling through Facebook. I used my long service leave that I'd banked up in different ways I got really good at pairing tasks and I'd listen to my favourite podcast when I was putting my makeup on in the morning. I'd catch 15 minutes of it then and then I'd play the rest of it in the car on the way to work. I'd do my personal development and my courses and my learning about humans and their design by listening to audiobooks on long drives to and from visiting people, visiting family. 
I think about the ideas I really wanted to hatch while I was gardening or while I was doing the housework. I found time where I could to pair two things that would help me grow towards towards the person I wanted to be. I really chose where my energy would go. I was consciously aware of the ways that it would work, of the ways that it would matter, of how much of it I was willing to share. And I could only do this because I made the effort to be consciously aware, to put my attention on spotting and finding and detecting all of the ways I was using time for unproductive things and how often I was repeating those unproductive things. And most recently this year, I've done it with money. I've done it with really being consciously aware of where my money goes and what I spend it on. And at one point, I was completely convinced that there was no way that I could leave my nine to five job, that I could leave the career because of the financial reward. I was convinced that I couldn't live in the same ways, that without the consistent and reliable income, it would all fall apart. And I became really consciously aware, really intentional, really purposeful in looking at, in noticing, in putting my attention on how I was using my money and how I understood money. And I realized some really big things. One of the biggest things was that not only could I live without that income, but the reality was I could still live quite comfortably on half of that income. I realized that my expenses that I had in my head of the things that I needed to maintain when the reality of the situation was just that I was unconsciously using my money in all sorts of wasteful ways that didn't have purpose and didn't have intention and didn't really matter to me. I could easily give them up. I could easily change them. I could easily do something different that meant that my cost of living, my cost of having comfort and my well-being was not nearly as high as I'd convinced myself it was. It's one of the biggest things I had on my list this year to revolutionise my relationship with money. And like everything in our lives that we want to shift, that we want to change our perspective on, it comes back to that cornerstone of conscious awareness. If you can give yourself a way to be consciously and intentionally aware of what is actually happening, what the truth about it is, what the real and accurate situation is, you will unlock the door. You will find the thing that's standing in your way and you'll be using this inbuilt superpower that you have in a way that means you're now able to control your life. You've now reclaimed your power. You're now no longer just trying to cope, to scrape by, to deal with the things getting thrown your way, but you're creating your life. You are the creator. And just like you are able to move your conscious awareness around your body, around your senses, you can do this with every area of your life. You can do this with the relationships in your life. You can do this with the projects that you want to bring to life. You can do this when you're trying to figure out what you really want to express in a big, important conversation that you need to have. You can do this when you're trying to make decisions. You can do this with time. You can do this with money. You can do this when, if you're trying to work out if the opportunity in front of you should get your yes or your no. When you truly work out that this is your superpower, so many aspects of your life will change because you realize that you are actually the one in control. You are in control of your thoughts. 
where your energy goes, where your attention is, where your focus is, what you want to spend time on. You get to choose. You get to design your days, your moments. And then you realize that there's so much tucked in behind your unconsciousness that you didn't or haven't seen before, that you couldn't see this way before. And then you get to know that both of them play an important role in who you've been up until now. And that's what I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with an invitation to practice this week. Practice consciously putting your attention on something, an important piece of your life that you want to change. Practice putting your attention, your energy, your focus away from the things that you no longer want. Practice. Notice what you notice. Notice what you notice about yourself, about the things that you do often, about the things that you didn't pay attention to before. Notice when you're responding to things being thrown at you by life. Notice the different feelings between that and when you're really in control when you really take your power in your own hands, notice. I'd really love to hear from you about what you do notice, so make sure you reach out. Start building your cornerstone this week. Start laying the foundation. Start building change in a way you haven't before by laying that one piece that creates the right balance for every other piece that you're going to put on top. This is where you start. You've been listening to the Sharp Left Turn podcast and I want to thank you for being brave enough to take your sharp left turn. I'd love to hear from you about what this episode has brought up. What questions do you have? What moments of realisation and reflection did you have? What has you thinking or curious? Jump on over to my DMs on Instagram and let me know. I would love to have a conversation with you. You can find the link in the show notes. Also, if you are wanting all the ongoing episodes so that you feel supported and connected throughout your sharp left turn, specifically from someone who's been there and gets it, then subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so that you don't miss any episodes. Until next week. Take care.